This is the Hasidic Story Project with Barack Holman, podcasting from Jerusalem, Israel. To become a supporter of this podcast, please go to HasidicStory.com. H-A-S-I-D-I-C-Story.com. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. Reb Schneer Zalman of Liadi and his father, Reb Baruch, both lived for some time in the town of Liozna. Whenever Reb Baruch came to visit his son, the Alter Rebbe would always stand up to honor his father, as is the mitzvah of honoring one's parents. However, Reb Baruch would stand up for his son, because his son, the Alter Rebbe, was such a great tzaddik. Reb Baruch said that Hashem's voice actually came out from his son's mouth, and Reb Baruch insisted that his son not stand up for him. But of course, the Alter Rebbe, Reb Shneir Zalman, he always stood up for his father. At one point, Reb Baruch decided he was going to leave Liozna and start traveling around. As he reached each town, he would go to the synagogue, open up a sefer, open up a holy book, and start learning. And always, the people in the town would realize that Reb Baruch wasn't just any passerby, but clearly a very holy man. And it didn't take time before somebody would invite him to his house to have a meal and spend the night. And so Reb Baruch went from town to town, leaving Russia, eventually ending up in a town in Hungary called Pulat. And Reb Baruch did the same thing that he did in every town that he reached. He went to the Beit Midrash, he went into the house of study, opened up a holy book, and started learning. And sure enough, a wealthy Jew who owned a chain of taverns saw Reb Baruch and invited him to his home. He told Reb Baruch, I have plenty of money and plenty of space in my house. You're welcome to stay as long as you want. And so he fed Reb Baruch, and Reb Baruch spent the night there. And that night, his businesses made more money in one night than they would normally make in an entire week. And this wealthy Jew, he came back home and told his wife, isn't it amazing? We have this Jew, Reb Baruch, staying in our house, and here we're making all this money. Isn't it strange? And the wife said, well, you know, maybe it's just a coincidence. But when the next night, the business made even more money, and the night after, even more money than that, the wealthy Jew realized this wasn't just a coincidence. So he decided to invite Reb Baruch to stay for as long as he wanted. He told Reb Baruch, listen, my house is enormous. I'm going to give you a whole wing of the house. You'll come and have all your meals with us. You can sit and learn and stay here as long as you want. And Reb Baruch was very happy with this proposal. Now, once the arrangement was concluded and Reb Baruch had settled into the house, a miracle began to occur in the wealthy Jews' taverns. The vodka was kept in barrels, and at the point where the vodka reached the middle of the barrel, the vodka did not go down any further. At first, they didn't realize it because they were just serving as much vodka as they possibly could and making money. But when the wealthy merchant realized that he didn't need to order more vodka because he wasn't running out of it, he decided to watch with his own eyes. They would take the ladle and take out vodka from the barrel, and still the barrel would not go past the middle point where the vodka was holding. It was an open miracle. The wealthy merchant, he understood exactly where this was coming from. It was coming from the blessing of hosting Reb Baruch. 
And this went on for another three or four years. The wealthy merchant became incredibly wealthy. He never needed to order vodka, and people were practically standing in line to buy vodka from him. And one day, Rabbi Baruch says to the wealthy merchant, I want to thank you for all of your hospitality, but I feel like it's my time to leave this world. I'm already an old man, and that's it. I finished my mission in this world. The wealthy merchant said, Rabbi Baruch, you know, you've done so much for us. Is there anything I can do for you? And he said, yes, actually, I know your wife is pregnant, and when she gives birth, please name the boy after me. Name him Baruch. So the merchant said, yeah, of course, it's not even a question. But where are your children? Where can I tell them that you've passed away? Rabbi Baruch said, I have four sons. Two of them are going to need a letter to know that I passed away. One will just need a hint. And the last one will know without informing him. And of course, the last one was Rabbi Shneir Zalman, the Alter Rebbe. And with that, Rabbi Baruch said, Shema Yisrael, and he left this world. The community in Pulat so respected and honored Rabbi Baruch. They gave him a beautiful farewell. Of course, everything was done halachically kosher. He was buried, and Kaddish was said. The letters were sent out to his sons, but the next day, a messenger showed up from the Alter Rebbe. The messenger was one of the Hasidim of the Alter Rebbe, and he came to the wealthy Jew, and he said, My Rebbe knows that his father passed away, and he sent me here with all of the money to pay for his expenses over the last several years, and also to pay for the burial. But the wealthy Jew, the last thing in the world he needed was money. And he told this to the Hasid. He said, I can't take your money. I became so incredibly wealthy because of your Rebbe's father. But the messenger said, You don't understand. My Rebbe has Ruach HaKodesh. He can see from one end of the world to the other. He can see into past lives and future lives. If he wants you to have this money, then you need to take this money. But the wealthy Jew refused. And so they took it to a Beit Din. They took it to a Jewish court. And the Beit Din decided that the Chever Kadisha, the burial society, would receive all the money. So the money was given to them. And a couple of months later, the wealthy Jew's wife gave birth to a boy. And at the bris, they named him after Reb Baruch. They named the baby Baruch. And as soon as the bris was over, business started to pick up again in the taverns. And the same miracle happened, that the vodka never went down in the barrels. And the wealthy Jew realized that it wasn't that Reb Baruch wanted a baby named after him. It's that he wanted to continue the blessing, but the blessing would now come through the wealthy merchant's son. And after the wealthy merchant and his wife finished having children, and their first grandchildren came, all of the children that had a boy made sure the first boy was named Baruch. And these grandchildren were called by everyone who knew them the grandchildren of Reb Baruch of Liozna, the father of Reb Schneer Zalman, the Alter Rebbe. I love
You know, I have so much fun recording these stories, as I'm sure you can hear. And I just want to thank you, my listeners, for listening, for the people that have reached out to me personally and told me that they listen to the stories. And so many parents have told me that their children listen to the stories when they go to sleep at night. I've had people write to me that they binge and that they're addicted to the stories and they look forward to the next story and they share these stories with their friends. And really, there's nothing more meaningful to me than hearing those things. So thank you for listening. Be sure to go to my website, HasidicStory.com, H-A-S-I-D-I-C Story.com. And there you'll see a, a link to become a supporter. Your financial support allows me to buy new equipment like this microphone and the preamp that I'm using. There's more equipment that I'd like to buy. And make sure to also listen to my other podcast, Jewish People and Ideas, where I have conversations with some of the top Jewish thought leaders and thinkers and writers about contemporary Jewish topics. And I look forward to our next story session together. Thank you again, my sweetest friends.